right, all right. Welcome back to the third annual Are You Entertained Year in Review podcast. I'm Trey Alessio, the dawn of entertainment, alongside Brandon Ogden, the constantly airy. Uh, what's up, man? How ready you to, doing? Ready to break some shit down? Uh, we'll see. It's going to be fun. Uh, we are in our very own Are You Entertained studios. Uh, first of all, this is a year-end podcast, the best of. Uh, I'd like to thank anyone and everyone who pressed play on a podcast, watched a video, or read one of our articles. Um, one wasn't a ton of articles, but I one of my goals is to write an article a month next year. So, um, you know, if you're on that platform, stay tuned for that. Hopefully, we either made you laugh, informed you on some pop culture. Or allowed you to take a break from whatever you're supposed to be doing, working, working out, um, you know, all that. Um, where am I at here? It's been a fun year. Next year, we hope to stay consistent with the podcast, our video series, and more. Um, like I said, I'm hoping to put out an article a month, so watch out for that platform. Uh, maybe a video a month, whether that's unfiltered cinematics, whether that's going to be video podcast, we've kind of been talking about Brandon and I, um, we have some, some things in the works. I'm not going to hype as up as much as I did fucking on this year, <laughs> like I did uh, on the last one, but, uh, we have some things planned that we hopefully, um, will accomplish and it'll be a good one. So, but, uh, really we're hoping to get bigger and better in 2019. So please tell your friends about us. Um, as always subscribe to everything, like us on everything, follow us and everything. Um, hopefully 2019 will be a good one for us. Uh, this is one of my personal favorite podcasts of the year. Um, basically, the what we do here, we're going to rank our favorite TV shows, movies, um, songs, albums, sports moments, you know, everything in between. We're going to do it in descending order. So I do my 10, Brandon does his 10, I do my 9, Brandon does his 9, and so forth. So, um, it might be a long one, but it's going to be fun, and um, this this is what it's all about. This is, you know, all of the other podcasts are leading up to this one. This is our favorite shit. This is our what we think is most critically acclaimed. Um, another thing to kind of say before we get into the list is I like to call this, the at least for me, I don't know how you view it, Brandon, but the body of work. Like, that includes, like, what I think is my – the best and kind of my favorite all mashed into one. So, um, yeah, take it as you will. But I think we could almost break down some of our criteria with each category yeah. as we go. Yeah, a little that's bit. true too. That's so true. like for like, we can just kind of j- jump right yep. in here. So we'll like start TV, with TV shows, TV shows, my first criteria is I have to actually see it. Oh yeah, like totally. I, I'm not going to rank something I haven't seen because that's just dumb to me. Yeah. I think that, for everything that's right, you know, I have to hear it, me. listen, see it, Agree. something along those lines. Agree. I'm like, is Game of Thrones probably a top ten show? Yes, but, but I haven't, haven't seen, seen it, it so, so I'm not going to rank it. Fair enough. Okay, so that that's kind of my first precursor here. That is fair. Okay, so to kind of piggyback off that, <laughs> it's been a really fucking busy year. Yeah. So I have, especially the TV shows, um, they're lacking. Okay. Um, <laughs> so my list. Is not great. All right. That's Off fair. the bat, my top 10 TV shows list is rough. That's okay. Okay. But we'll you, you come more into like sports and yeah. albums and shit right. like that. So, and movies. Um, and movies yeah. Granted, this was again a busy year. So, yeah. uh, next year I won't be as busy because I won't be buying a house and, you know, having a puppy and all of that stuff. So, well, I'll have a puppy, but hopefully he'll be, he'll be mature. He'll be, he'll be a dog. He'll be a dog. <laughs> so, um, anyway, yeah. So, let, let's go ahead. Okay. Do, do TV you shows. Start it off or yeah. do you want me to start? Yeah. I'll start. Okay, your number 10. My number 10. 
Keep in mind, guys, uh, I have a girlfriend who watches more TV than me, probably. Oh, God, this uh, is going to be good. So, so this <laughs> list is, is a culmination of stuff I watch with her. I will say. <laughs> Keeping up with the current. I will say if it was number, if there was 11, Teen Mom would have made the freaking list. That's wow, how bad this that's, list that's is. That's how scarce this is for yes. Brandon. All right, so number 10, I have Riverdale. Riverdale. If you haven't seen Riverdale, it's like a teenage uh, like soap opera, essentially. Is that on CW or yes, Netflix? CW. CW. We watch it on Netflix, Netflix but, but it's on it's CW. It's originally on CW. Yes. And that has one of the Spro- uh, Sprouse. Sprouse. Yeah, Sprouse. Whatever. Yeah, I don't, I, Cole Dillon. Which one? Yeah, the but. more famous one, though. Okay. Um, so, yeah, 10 is Riverdale. It's actually like I would love to shit on it. Uh, it's an entertaining show. Like, there's good drama in it. Is it cheesy uh, though? It's pretty cheesy. The writing's not great. It's a CW TV yeah. show, so like, what you would expect is what you get. Okay. If you can get past that, like the drama, the storyline's actually pretty decent. The writing just kind of sucks. Do you know? Do you happen to know what season they're on? It feels like I think this is like, season two. Oh, really? Okay. I thought so, they were further along than no. that. But. Okay. Cool. All right, my number 10 is actually a show that I have not finished. I'm in the middle of right now, but I really enjoy it. Um, it is Bad Blood. It is a mafia show on Netflix. I think it's fairly new. I think mm. it just kind of dropped on there. Um, but it's basically b- about a Canadian mobster. It's it's based on true events. Um, I like it. It's not. It's it's nowhere close to Sopranos or anything like that, right. but it's entertaining. And it's 10. I, lo- I love anything Mafia. It's so 10. That is okay, 10. My number nine. Uh, so this is a show I'm very far behind. So I started season three this year, so I put it on there. It's The Americans. It's because it's still running. Mm-hmm. It's an unbelievable show, and if – if I was up to date, this would definitely be a top three, top four show, I think. Wow, okay. Um, but because I'm so far behind right now, um, it's only number nine for me. Number nine, okay. My number nine, I'm sticking with uh, Netflix here. This is a really trippy, kind of very unique show. That's why I think it made the list. Uh, but that is Maniac with One Jonah six. Hill yep. and uh, Emma Stone. Um, it's a limited series. I think the creator has already said he doesn't think they're going to do a season two. But um, I really enjoyed it. It's definitely trippy and very weird. But I like the I like the writing on it. it and there's kind of if you peel back the layers, it's a deeper meaning. So. Okay. All right, Maniac. my number eight. Number this eight. Is where we're gonna get weird. I, I'm guys. getting smirks here, so yeah. I'm, I'm really interested. This is where we're getting and weird. another thing, we haven't seen each other's list, right, so we right. literally don't know right. if we're gonna come out the same or whatever. So, all right. So my number eight. This is pure junk TV. <laughs> this is pure Taylor. This is pure like reality drama. Uh, it's called Below Deck Med. So heard of they're it. on like a big ass like yacht. Basically, they're like the crew that works it. Okay, and like these hugely successful rich people come on the show. They like take care of them. There's like relationships between the staff. Uh, there's a, so much drama. Like then once everybody goes to bed, they usually go out and get shit faced. Uh, and there's it's <laughs> oh, just like hilarious. <laughs> it's hard to describe, but it's actually a very entertaining show. Okay, uh, and there's some there's some pretty good drama. So it's it's, it's a junk TV show. It's not great okay uh, but the drama <laughs> the drama is we gonna have to get you on some shows next year man yes i yes i will that will be my pledge for next year is i will i will watch more shows that's funny that's funny okay. i got better as the year went on that's it fair. was like the beginning of the years when we moved in and then you kind of get into softball where i was playing two nights a week so i feel that no i mean so. yeah like life comes before fucking right. shit so i understand Okay, number eight for me, I'm going Power. Uh, it's a Stars original. Um, I think this was the fifth season. Um, there's another one for sure, but it might be done after that. And I know they've announced some spinoffs, but this is really, sh- really good show. Um, it's like 
kind of popcorny, but basically it's a dude who has originally he had a uh, he was like a drug kingpin and he had a club as a front. Now he's trying to kind of go clean and there's just a sh- so much drama going on. And uh, 50 Cent is one of the executive producers. It was very um, last season. The kind of finale was fucking one of the saddest moments I've seen in, in TV. I think um, this season was more fun and kind of there was a lot going on kendrick lamar made an appearance like there's some pretty cool moments so uh i'm going power number okay. eight my number seven the premiere or the season finale is actually tonight okay uh it's survivor david wow. first goliath you are doing reality shows bro, bro, that's what i want hilarious like, this is the, i literally I, I expect big brother to be up on this yeah side. it is it is <laughs> Sneak i peek. love it i love it uh so survivor david versus goliath i will say this has been like one of the craziest i don't watch survivor every year yeah. but i've gotten back in into it I, I was a fan when it first came out then it kind of got blah and now i'm starting to get back into it um i'm sorry i'm making you miss the finale no that's pissed? okay it's three hours so oh, shit. Uh, okay. it's recorded <laughs> um but it, it's been a crazy season so it was david versus goliath so you have like kind of these nerdy outsiders yeah um and then like these powerful strong like individuals um and the way, um, what is it, the Davids have played this season, because mm-hmm. they were kind of outnumbered when there was, like, the f- the big merger. Okay. Uh, they played, like, unbelievable. Like, every right. tribal council was just unbelievable. They were playing idols. They were playing advantages. Wow. And they were just picking off the Goliaths one by one. Okay. And it was, honestly, it was crazy. Do you foresee a David winning the whole thing? Kind of, because all of them are on the jury right now. Is um, it down? I, I honestly haven't watched the Survivor season in so long. How, how many people are in like the final? Is it final right three? Now, I is think it right, final two? It's final three. Okay. They have an episode before they get to So I think there's five right now. So they'll okay. eliminate a couple of people, and then it'll get into the like live uh, finale. Got you. Uh, one of the finalists is actually, I can't remember his name. Um, he was the producer director of School of Rock. Really? Yeah. He plays, he's in the movie too. He plays uh, Ed Schneebly. Okay. So it, that's, he's like, he's in it as Ed Schneebly, who's Jack Black, like pretends he's Ed Schneebly when he goes and does the teaching. Okay. Okay. Um, so he's that guy. Um, so that's just kind of a cool. Entertainment cool. fun fact. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. So Survivor, that's your seven. 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 Yeah. Okay. Number seven for me. Another Netflix. I'm going with Daredevil season three. It got canceled. A little butthurt by it, but this one was really, really good. I think they upped the dark meter uh, a notch, which I really appreciated. Um, they brought Kingpin back, and they also included Bullseye. Really, really good season. Um, if you're into those Marvel shows, it, it, besides Punisher, Daredevil is definitely my favorite of the Netflix Marvel shows, and I really, really enjoyed this one. I'm kind of butthurt it got uh, canceled, but it is what it is. Number seven, Daredevil. All right, number six. I have two reality shows left. I'm sorry. <laughs> this <laughs> one, right. this is number it's six. Okay. This is Big Brother. This is the show that we both yes. watch. Uh, that I always try to get on. Yes. You know, you it, know. it was a very good season, I thought. Yeah. Uh, gameplay was pretty good. Um, probably one of the best alliances in Big Brother. Definitely. Um, the what f- power four? What were they? Uh, level six. level six. Level six. Level six. That's what it was. Yep. So, uh, it was a very entertaining season. Uh, unfortunately, I was anti level six, so all my people got really? picked off. Really, I my like girl level Haley six. Got picked off. I did so like Haley. I like Haley. I like Fessy. Um, yeah, good so. times. Good times. Okay, my number six. We were going to HBO now. Okay. Uh, 
season two of Westworld. This was a complete mind fuck. Um, it left you just my mind exploded and my jaw was on the ground. Uh, this is a show where you really have to like put the phone away and sit and pay attention because a lot's going on and half the time you're confused. Honestly, half the season I was confused, but I feel yeah. like at the end, like that's what makes it kind of fucking good. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It's like Inception. <laughs> exactly. It's just fucking crazy. And the writing is beautiful. The filmmaking is great. It's just a really, really, really good show. Um, if you're into kind of sci-fi weird shit, Highly recommend it. So Westworld number six for me. Okay, my number five. This is gonna t- this is gonna tip my hand on how bad my list is. So okay. I have ESPN's thirty for thirties on there. That's fair. I mean, I'm sure all right. of those are good. Right. And so like the three that I wanted to call out, one was forty two to one, which was the most recent one. It was Mike Tyson, uh, Buster Douglas. Yeah, that's fight. what you're saying. It was really good. Um, I haven't seen any of the new ones. I need oh, to watch. They're good. They're I know good. you said that Deion Sanders one's coming. coming out, yeah. I know um, the Bulls have one. I think yep. it's next year, but yep. I'm really excited for that one. The other ones I just want to call out, Last Days of Night, um, about Bobby Knight. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Final Days at Indiana um, from getting fired from – choking a guy out in uh, practice. And then the other one that was really good was the two Bills, uh, Bill Parcells and Bill Belichick. So Were they both in that one? Yes. It was pretty much them sitting down at a table together kind of talking through everything. So That's cool. uh, It was really good. And the ending's hilarious. Really? Because they're like, do you love each other? (laughs) And they're just two like macho men that were like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of an awkward, funny ending. That is, that is funny. Okay, number five for me, The Deuce. This is, um, I think this was my number one last year. I kind of okay. looked back and uh, checked. Um, so basically, this is a period piece of a show. Um, it's the but, porn movie. Yeah, it's it's, it's the transition from um, prostitution to porn. It's kind of, it, I feel like it kind of has some historical ties right. with it kind of like um you remember the show vinyl i don't know if yeah. you ever watched it but watch it was it, yeah. um, it was a music show kind of like that where in that show it had uh, led zeppelin and elvis and right. there are pieces of this show where like it's real right and i it, i really enjoy it it's um uh, James Franco and uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, very very good, and I feel like that, I kind of learned something right. when I watched that. So. HBO, it is HBO. HBO. Yep, I'm a big HBO guy. If you haven't yeah, tell, no, absolutely. been able to tell already, but yeah, Deuce number five. Okay, my number four. This is the like end of my reality crappy list. Like this is <laughs> you know this the, is the, the last the, one. The top three is halfway three decent. Is decent. <laughs> uh, okay, so my number four is the challenge vendetta. Okay. So it's an MTV show. Wow, that's be- that's better than Big Brother. Yeah, it, this year it was the, the the. I'm pretty sure there were uh, maybe one or two people, but from Big from Brother, Big Bro- on from there. Big Brother. Yep, yep. So this one made it because of the ending. So. I, the premise of the show was like throughout like all of these seasons of the challenge. Obviously, there's people that are enemies, mm-hmm. so they put their enemies on a team together, and those two like were competing against other like enemies. Mm-hmm. And so the the final challenge, the team that won, whoever had like the best time, that individual got to pick. Do you want to keep the million dollars to yourself? Or do you want to split it 50-50 with your partner? And so this girl completely fucked over the guy. No way. Who like pretty much carried her there. What? <laughs> so what? she took the million dollars. No way. He was so fucking Are you kidding pissed. me? It was awesome. Holy shit. So like, Did they like get along though in the, sh- in the no, season? No. They hate each other yeah, still? Yeah, they didn't really get along. Okay. But like he's Because like, I know the big brother duo, they like. They kind of got along. They yeah. got along. Yeah. yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah. There were some media. that like made up throughout. There were some that weren't really vendettas uh-huh. um, that were on it. 
there was a fight, so one uh, one of the twosomes got kicked out. Really? Um, but yeah, the ending was just like wild. And then they do the live like reunion shows after, and it was just unbelievable to watch. So that's crazy. It was it was a crazy. Paulie and so. Natalie, right? Were yep, the big brother ones. Yep. Uh, there was a couple of them. Natalie Jose, is such a smoke. Uh, Jose, do you really? He him? was on there. He's on there. Yeah. Who was he with? Was he on another one with Big Brother? He oh, wasn't with the Big Brother person. Okay, okay, okay. Th- there were a couple other Big Brother. Like I know um, uh, Vic. Remember Victor? I, I he might have not been on this season, but he was on the one before, I'm pretty sure. So Kind of cool. Okay, uh, we're on four, four now. You're four. Number four. Uh, this one is just a great show. It could be slotted probably um, anywhere from here to number one, but that is Atlanta. Um, Donald Glover's show at FX, kind of the rise of a, a rapper. and but The main character, Donald Glover, is actually the rapper's manager, but uh, this season, Robin's season, uh, their second one, just incredible. The writing is great. You kind of see the redemption and kind of where they're going with um, the rapper Paperboy. It's just very dark and very like it, it's cool. As it not cool, but like it's interesting to see how FX can make pull off um, a TV MA show, mm-hmm. and it's really really good. Highly recommended if you haven't seen it. I think they're on Hulu. So if you want to check those out, do it. Come. All right, my number three. So this one isn't. I, like I, I, it's hard because the season wasn't great, mm-hmm. but it's the conclusion to the show that we both love. It's House of Cards. Ooh, okay. The season obviously was kind of a disappointment. Yeah, it had to um, be left off my list. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was one of the ten shows I watched. I yeah, have a I, I feel that. I uh, feel that. But it's more about the show as a whole rather yeah. than the individual That's season. Fair. So. That's fair. It's number three on my love the show. Probably one of my all, like top three, but the last season I just couldn't fuck See, with. It would definitely be a top three for me, and but like this season, this season did honestly maybe bring it down a notch. Probably top five, top seven. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, my number three is uh, surprisingly a thirty-minute show, which. Um, I'm kind of a screenwriter guy in the formatting. I, I kind of geek out on that shit. But basically, a 30-minute show is normally meant for a comedy. Right. And a 60-minute show is normally slotted for a drama. So this is a 30-minute show. It's called Barry. It's on HBO. And it is the one of the most... Um, what layered shows that I've seen in a long fucking time. So this is obviously a dark comedy, but um, it also he basically Barry is a um, soldier who he's back in America, but he's struggling from PTSD and he's a contract killer. And but for some stupid ass reason, he wants to become an actor. And it is very, very good. Um, if you have HBO, highly recommend it. It's a 30-minute uh, show. It, there's only one season. They've already renewed it, but it's a quick watch. Very fucking good. It's very deep. So, Barry, my number three. All right, my number two, and I've talked about these two a lot um, the last couple podcasts, I think. So, my number two is Manifest. Yeah. Uh, it's on NBC. It's about uh, a plane that goes missing um, for six years. The passengers don't realize they were missing at all so they come back they think it's the like you know next day or two hmm. uh and you know the people in their lives have kind of moved on because it's been six years so there's some interesting storylines and then they're trying to figure out you know what happened to them and what happened to this airplane and stuff so uh it's really entertaining is this the uh, first season it was, that? Was the, that was the first season have they renewed it Do they you have know? renewed okay. it so um there will be a season two so 
Cool. Manifest is my number Manifest, two. Manifest, number two. All right, this one is another one of the most layered and unique shows that I've seen in a long time. It's another HBO show. This is considered a drama. It's it's a 60-minute show, um, but it's called Succession, and it is very funny as well. It, it's very, Like I said, it's super unique, and I think the fact that it is unique is – it's meant to be a drama, but there are hilarious parts mm-hmm. in it, like LOL funny parts. Um, basically, it's about a family at the high, a dysfunctional family at the highest level. Uh, it's about the this group of white people, and they the father owns a media company, and basically you you're uh, the first episode he is planning to retire and his son is supposed to be the heir to the throne but then all of a sudden he's kind of a the dad is kind of a prick and he basically says i'm not leaving and i'm like staying and like all hell breaks loose Mm -hmm. the end of this show of this season it already got renewed for season two is crazy i did not see it coming big big plot twist very deep highly recommend it succession number two my number one show um, again, off stuff I watched was a million little things. Yeah, uh, yeah. guy commits suicide. It's ABC. Um, commit suicide. Uh, his best friend was sleeping with his wife. Um, his other best friend had breast cancer. His other is battling with depression. So it just deals with kind of real life. Uh, has some really good humor. I think it's really really well written. Um, they just ended season one. Although they're kind of doing an extension of season one after the holidays. Okay. Um, so. A Million Little Things is my number million one show. Little Things. So I went back and did a little research of my own shit uh, for my number one. So this is one of the best shows I've seen in a long time. Uh, it's one of those shows that makes you think, like, what if? Um, so last year, I think The Deuce made my number one. And this show is one of those weird shows where last year it premiered in December, as did season two this year. So this is kind of... Uh, Season one slash season two because it's kind of like um, breaking years, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, but that is counterpart on stars. The premise of the show is basically there is our world, and then it, there's a duplicated world. So each of us have a counterpart, and um, one of the worlds plants a flu epidemic on the other world, and then there is um, on the world who got the flu epidemic they are basically they have a school where they're raising these kids basically as spies to go over into the other world kill their counterpart and act as them and basically infiltrate the other side and it is fucking crazy because it just makes you think like what if like if i did something differently like would i be that different or but the premise of it like what we pull away at least from season one is like at, at our core, we're the same. It's fucking crazy, yeah. dude. It's a mind fuck, and it, it's it's really good. Highly recommend it. Counterpart, my number one. All right, All so right. moving on to some movies. All right, so I got to preface this again. <laughs> I saw exactly ten <laughs> movies exactly that 10 came movies. out in 2018. Okay. So my list really doesn't start till like, number four, <laughs> unfortunately. No worries. Uh, but my number ten, I went with The Grinch. The Grinch. Okay. The Grinch. The it's like, yeah, one. the animated one. Uh, it had to come out in 2018. Yeah. So, yeah, the animated one. I get one. it. Yeah. 
not not the Jim Carrey one. Yes, <laughs> dumbass. Uh, <laughs> no, number. Uh, so it, it was good. Did it, it live up to the Jim Carrey? Yeah, one? it's actually really good. It's, Would it's you say it's really better? well written? Uh, it's close. Okay. I always kind of prefer. Love, that's honestly one of my favorite Christmas movies. Right. So. I prefer like live action Me to too. cartoons or animated. How did Benedict? Uh, he was really good. good. He was yeah. really good. Uh, yeah, it was actually really well done. Um, they did some really cool things with an- like the animation. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. Not thrilled, but it's my number ten. That's fair. Okay. So I I saw some more movies than Brandon this yeah. year. I have three honorable mentions that I briefly want to touch on, but all of them are sequels. Fun fact. Um, we have in no, in no order really. Incredibles two, an animated movie that we both saw, and I thought was it'll good. be on my list. It'll be on your list. Creed two. Um, the, the end of that, like the final fight, I felt like I was watching a pay-per-view fight. Fucking crazy. It's, uh, Ivan Drago, his son and Creed. Very good. And then Deadpool too. I, I love Deadpool. Just the humor and the breaking of the rules of the movie. I really enjoy, but my number 10, um, is Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. And we did talk about, I think on the last podcast that, um, it, critics are kind of yeah. poking holes in the storyline and the timelines. How of dramatized it. it is. Yeah. Right? Um, still Rami Malek did an amazing job as Freddie Mercury and, uh, it, it got nominated for best picture at golden globe. So I think it definitely deserves a nod and it's my number 10. All right. My number nine is one we just saw fantastic beast. Okay. Um, Honestly, it's not a top ten movie at all. Uh, it's it's an okay movie, um, but it did its job. It's a setup movie. We yeah. talked about this in the last podcast yep. as well. So, Fantastic Beast is number nine for okay. me. Okay, uh, my number nine. I saw it with my brother. Um, is Black Klansman. Okay. Um, so it's very satirical. It's very. It's a funny movie on a serious topic. So basically, it's a true story. Um, this black cop down south infiltrates a KKK. Uh, chapter or whatever and basically the black dude talks over the phone to the KKK guy and then Adam Driver is kind of the front man and he goes and like meets with them Um, and it's a very satirical um, take on a serious topic like I said and uh, John David Washington the son of Denzel Washington did a great job Adam Driver did a great job Spike Lee his best movie in a long time so uh, Black Klansman my number nine all right, my number eight is Solo, a Star Wars story. Okay. Um, again, probably not a top ten movie on, you know, your, uh, if I were to see more than ten movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it was good. Um, I think another one that did its job. Right. Yeah. Did its job. Uh, gave us some good backstory on Han. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was cool to see how him and Chewie meet. Um, wasn't thrilled about Darth Maul, but, you know. I, I, was, I was hyped when I saw it, but... It, just, it wasn't it's really hard necessary. to make sense. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it is what it is. It's okay. number eight for me. Okay. My number eight is uh, another one. Actually, this got snubbed in the award season uh, category. Golden Globe, the SAG Awards, uh, the Critics' Choice Awards. I don't think it showed any love to this. But this is a movie that the ending probably fucked itself. That is Sorry to Bother You. A very, very, um, a very timely movie. Uh Basically, this dude rises. He's a telemarketer, and he rises up to power. And um, there are a lot of like real topics in this movie. But basically, we find out. Have I told you about this movie? I don't know. We find out there are horse people, and the, like they're creating horse people in the ending. Spoiler, sorry, but um, that's probably what fucked this movie from getting you know into the Golden Globe Oscar. 
category mm-hmm. talk. Uh, but I really I enjoyed it. I can get past the horse people shit because I get that it's a metaphor and it was a really good movie. So Come. sorry to bother you. All right, my number seven is Ant Man and the Wasp. Okay. Um, again, not a top ten movie, but um, it did it kind of did do its job and it gave us a lot of background i think that we're going to need for oh, yeah. end game so big time um you know the end credit scene i think is very important yeah uh, all the quantum think, realm stuff i think um for doing its job i think that for marvel it's definitely it's family it's, the most family friendly right. of and, the and comedy yeah light-hearted type yes. stuff yeah so it, yeah it, do, it does its job for sure Okay, my number seven. I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was well done. It's Jonah Hill's directorial debut, and that is mid-90s. It's basically about this kid who is growing up, and he's just trying to fit in. Um, He finds this group of skaters, and he wants to join their crew, and he's having trouble at home. His brother is kind of a dick, but he idolizes his brother. Um, It also incorporates rap music. It's just a really, really like kind of artsy, good movie. Um, again, not really getting a lot of love in the awards talk, but, uh, I really enjoyed it. I, it, it was a deep movie that I felt. So, uh, yeah, in nineties, number seven. Okay. My number six was on your honorable mentions list. It was Incredibles two. Okay. Uh, I felt like they waited a little too long to do yeah. kind of a sequel, but it was, it was good. I think it lived up. Yeah, no, it was very it was good. good. Uh, you know, brought in, um, you know, baby Jack, um, had the mom kind of take the lead on some things. There's some good humor in it. The animation um, was beautiful. The animation too. was really cool. Yeah. Um, unless if you're prone to seizures. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> but no, it was it was a good movie. It was cool. Uh, you know, that Incredibles was something, you know, we kind of grew up on. It came out when we were children. Yeah. So uh yeah. For number sure. six. Okay. My number six, Avengers Infinity War. Oof, okay. It's a little low That's for maybe you. Low. I don't know. Um I I haven't been this stunned in a movie theater in a long fucking time. Um, if you haven't seen this and I have to spoil this for you, I, I, you probably shouldn't be even listening to this yeah. podcast, I'll be honest. But um, when everyone got dusted in the end, I can't think of a time. I mean, obviously, I've probably been shocked in the movie, but that it was crazy. I, I did not see yeah. Marvel doing that, and I really enjoyed it. And Marvel just does such a great job. It's just so amazing to me as especially as a writer to see the arc of iron man one in 2008 or whatever to um 2018 where we get the first the 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 avengers infinity war and next year we're gonna get the final avengers movie it's just it blows my mind they did a great job and i I really enjoyed this one so infinity war my number five this is Again, this is my last one before I get into stuff that would actually make my top 10 on any other year. It's uh, Game Night. Game Night. Okay. Game Night. It was actually really fun. I heard it is good. It's good. I it's think good. it got good on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. I, haven't, I didn't get to see this one. Yeah. So the premise is um, they're going over for a game. It's supposed to be like someone gets kidnapped playfully and you're supposed to like solve the crime um, and try to find him. Um turns out he actually does get kidnapped <laughs> before that happens so they all think it's like a game and a joke and yeah. they're laughing and like eating cheese while he's getting mugged <laughs> uh and so like there, there's some really funny parts throughout there's some stupid parts obviously yeah. a lot of good it's a good cast too. yeah it is yeah. um uh julie mcadams is that her name 
something McAdams. Rachel Rachel McAdams. McAdams. And then uh, Jason, Jason Bateman, Bateman, right? Yeah. Kyle Chandler. So, um, yeah, game night. It, it is a solid watch. If okay. you haven't seen it, I, I would check it out. Good stuff. We're on number five, correct? Yeah. Okay. Number five for me. This is this is a hot take. I'm not gonna lie, but I stand by this hot take because I really, really love this movie. Um, it kind of is like the embodiment of what I'm all about, and that's pop culture. And that is Ready Player One. Okay. I put it above Infinity War. Really, really enjoyed this movie. Um, just all the cameos and the shit. Yeah. Um, I I really love this movie, and I hope Good they movie. make a sequel. Yeah. Here's number four. <laughs> it's on my list. Okay. Cool. All right. My number four. Is Black Panther. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Obviously, what a different Marvel. It's a billion dollar movie. Uh, everything about that movie was unbelievable. Um, like, I can't say anything bad about it. Mm-hmm. But you want to. No, I don't. <laughs> but, like,. It, uh, are you saying like the reason it's not higher because most people would think it would be higher? Right. Okay. And, and so, obviously, spoiler alert, you haven't heard Avengers yet. Yeah. It's going to be on my list. Okay. Uh, the reason that, to, to, to kind of explain, the reason I have Avengers higher than Black Panther, um, when I would probably say Black Panther's a better movie from like writing and, and, and like story and all of that stuff and like the technology and everything about Wakanda, um, is because of kind of the whole arc and what I like how much I respect how Avengers was done and I'll get to it. Sure. Um, but that's why I have it below Avengers and it's my number four. Okay. No worries. All right. My number four, this is a really good movie. Feel good movie. Um, it's definitely in contention for the Oscar best picture category. And that is green book. Uh, basically it is about this, uh, old Italian dude and he's kind of a does all these jobs to you know put food on the table for the family and um, he gets offered this job by this is I think it's inspired by a true story um, and they're in the side no I lied I don't know where they are they're in New York but they go they travel down south that's what it is um, he gets offered this job <clears throat> to drive a black piano player and it's kind of ironic because um, it, at that time, the black piano player is kind of high class, right. and um, the Italian dude is kind of lower class, whatever. Mm-hmm. And just a very feel-good movie. Um, it makes you think about some things. Very timely. Uh, Mahershala Ali did a great job, and uh, Vigo Mortensen did a great job. I think he uh, got nominated for. I think they both got nominated for Golden Globes. But highly recommend this movie. You would you would enjoy this movie yeah. a lot. So okay. number four, my number three is Ready Player One. Okay, uh, it's high on my list. Um, it would make my top ten on I think most years. I I related a lot to Baby Driver, but more of like um, movies and like TV, like just pop culture. Right, it's pop culture, but where yeah. Baby Driver was like more about just music. music. Ready Player One was more like from a cinematic standpoint. Sure. Um, so there were a lot of parallels. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. A really, really cool concept of what the future could look like. Uh, I think it's also it could be like a warning, a warning to society. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, it was really, really well done. Um, and I really, really enjoyed it. So it's number three on my And list. I think it opens up the potential for maybe a franchise. Oh, like, yeah, I think so. I think there definitely could be a sequel. So, okay, my number three is Black Panther. Um, just great fucking movie. Uh, number one because it's Marvel. Number one or two because it's a superhero movie, um, which is always cool. And nowadays, 
Um, they just make great movies, period. But I think what really does it for Black Panther is, and obviously I'm not a black man in America, but um, the way they incorporate what a, uh, an African-American would feel like in America, I feel like they're, um, and also their heritage, Africa, it felt like um, they got best of both worlds there. Right. And really, um, especially with what they did with Killmonger and Michael B. Jordan, mm-hmm. I think they that put a different uh, layer to this movie and made it great. Um, and I stand by that this is one of the best Marvel movies, if not the best. So um, I, I think... As an origin story, I, I get I get what you're saying with the arc of right. the Avengers, but as an origin story, I think this is one of the best best written and best acting and just storytelling period of a Marvel movie. And I think I would love 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 to see this get nominated for a Best Picture at the Oscars. Right. It got nominated for a Best Picture at the Golden Globes, which I believe is the first time ever a superhero movie has done so. So it would really be cool to see this caliber of movie break that barrier. So okay. Black Panther. I'll piggyback. My number two is Avengers. Okay. Um, so the reason I have it higher than Black Panther, and you kind of touched on it, but the way they're able forget the like past 10 years but the a- fact that they're able to get all of these i mean now they're like all superstars mm-hmm. and you're not like wow they really didn't show him very much or like too much of this person like they were able to take all of those storylines and make it all mm-hmm. make sense within one single movie oh, yeah and i like I, that is incredible and it didn't feel it too didn't feel like cluttered. choppy rushed right. yeah so like that to me pushed it over the top of black panther okay i think black panther like you said it might be a better movie overall so can i interject real quick so yeah. you, i feel like with what your argument is you think the directing of this one trumped maybe the storytelling of black panther right like black panther to me is a more complete movie yeah. I would, like i think it's a better actual movie mm-hmm. if that makes sense but like I get avengers has so much it's it's an experience oh yeah like it, it's everything it's the culmination of 10 years of work mm-hmm. and it's perfectly done to to match up every character's storyline mm-hmm. to this one movie and like that is incredibly challenging to do i totally I don't think anybody other than marvel could ever do something like this um and it was just so well done uh thanos was so freaking awesome uh and then with the twists i, I mean that that was incredible i mean you just it never would have expected that yeah uh, so it's number two for me okay my number two is a star is born i think this is the front runner for best picture at the oscars i'm glad we were able to see yeah, it kind of before because we normally like in any other year we would see the best picture noms and then go see them. Right. Um. So this year we saw Stars Born before the curve, and um, really good movie, really good music. I thought um, it might have been Bradley Cooper's directorial debut. I think so. I think it was. He did a great job, um, acting and directing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lady singing. Lady Gaga killed it as yeah. an actor and singing. She's very talented. Um. Very dark deep movie um obviously it's kind of a remake a hollywood favorite but i think they did a really good job in kind of a modern way they kind of made it a modern pop star i think it was just beautifully done yeah. beautifully moved and it's my number movie. one movie okay. of the year um you pretty much touched on everything uh the way i mean they had like a number one billboard song out of this movie yeah. and it was actually 
Bradley Cooper singing. Like it wasn't. And it got, the the soundtrack over. got nominated for a Grammy. Yeah, I mean, it was did Black Panther, but <laughs> right, it was just a really well done. Um, good, another good twist at the end. Uh, it's emotional. Wow. Not uh, a good twist, but well, you a, know what I mean. A twist, yes. Um, <laughs> so Lady Gaga blew me away honestly i didn't expect that her yeah. to be that good granted it's kind of a world she's familiar with because it is kind of singing and her becoming a star um so yeah uh but yeah no it was it was head and shoulders i think the the best movie for me in 2018 okay uh, my number one maybe it's a surprise to some people it's not getting really a lot of love in the oscar the golden globe um conversations as I think it should, because I think this is a great fucking movie, and that is The Hate You Give. Um, very timely, very... Um, it touches on a very, very, <clears throat> excuse me, important topic in today's society, and that's racism. And basically, it's about a girl, a black girl. She grows up in the hood, but she goes to school in a private white school, basically, and the, it's kind of it's from her perspective it's um the her telling her side of both worlds yeah. and it's a book um just a great fucking movie and um every this is a movie everyone needs to see period um it's really good and i think it's worthy of it being number one so cool. the hate you give and that is our movie category um so let's br- let's let's move on to some breakout actors so this is where it really kind of gets hard yeah. um the best actors and act uh, breakout actors and actresses for me at least um because this was kind of a weird year where like especially even when we get down to like overall mvp i really don't think there was anybody who just dominated this year so and we've had the same every year i think so it'll be interesting to for see. mvp yeah it'll be uh, interesting to see if we have the same again yeah this year. and like i said it, it could be a lot of people because i truly don't think there was one dominant person right. across all platforms but let's get into some uh, actors actresses uh breakout actresses uh, and actors we will start with um do you want to just do three in a row yeah that's fine okay you give your you can give your three. Okay, so I had and I kind of wanted to explain my yeah. three. So then we can go three. We can go back and forth if you want. I don't really care. No, Whatever. that's fine. So all right, yeah, let's go back and forth. Okay, okay. You go three. Uh, my, mine, I didn't really have like like a ranking. Like a, a ranking. That's fine. So the first one I have down is Chadwick Boseman. Okay, um, it's hard because he's been here, but like he was in he played Jackie Robinson in Forty Two. Like he's been in a lot of movies mm-hmm. previously. Um, but what he did with Black Panther, I, I, and I know like Black Panther was introduced last year to us in Civil War, mm-hmm. um, but being in Black Panther and then being again in Avengers, uh, now he's a star. He's a star. Yeah. He broke out from like a good actor to a to I think a absolute star for sure. And so that to me is why I have him as a breakout actor. Okay. Um, my, I, I, I kind of rank them, kind of not really, uh, but it's Lakeith Stanfield. He was in Sorry to Bother You. He was yep. the main character in that. And then he was also um, a supporting actor in Atlanta. Very funny dude. Uh, I, I Very kind of awkward. He was also in Get Out, but uh, I think Sorry to Bother You really pushed him over the edge. He was also in um, 
a girl, the girl in the spider's web. I'm okay, pretty sure yeah. he was in that. I haven't seen that movie, but I saw him in the in the preview. But I, I think this dude is a guy who you will be hearing a lot about in the future. He's going to get some big breaks and uh, some big roles, and I think he's just a funny dude, and he can do a lot. He has a good range. Um, he, he plays that awkward dude very well. Um, so, Lakeith Stanfield. Okay. I have my next one. I have Tiffany Haddish. Okay. So, she, like... I don't know if I'd ever heard of her really before this year, yeah. but now she's, she's everywhere. In everything. She, she was in <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, what, that night school? She was in yeah. my Uncle Drew. The Last OG, yeah. which is a very I good show. Hosted, make my list. hosted the VMAs, maybe. That or sounds like right. TV Music yeah, Awards something. or something like that. She did something. She's in every other commercial, yep. it seems like. So she, to me, was actually a true breakout where we didn't really know of her. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, she's everywhere. everywhere. Sure. Okay, this one, I, I, like I said, I kind of had to, I don't want to say like this girl isn't like worthy, but I kind of had to dig deep to find a couple of these. Yeah. And um, I had to look up who it was, honestly, but uh, it's Amanda Stenberg. It's the main girl from The Hate You Give. Okay. Um, she's young, um, but she was very, very good, and she's very, very cute, and she did a really good job. Um, I think she could be getting bigger and better roles in the future, and I think she so could she be a could breakout. Be a breakout yeah, it, it's kind of it's kind of one of those where like she could be great. Yeah, yeah, but she did a great job in The Hate You Give. Right. So okay, so my number the one I have listed as number one, and it's weird because she's a star. Yeah, and we just talked about her. her name <laughs> Lady Gaga. Okay. Okay. To me, like for for, for actress, actress, for actress, for actress, sure. right? Like, I, I don't think any of us would have predicted, and like, and I don't know if it's technically her like film debut. Um, I don't know, but yeah. I don't think we could have predicted like she would be that good. Yeah. And like, could see her being winning like, an Oscar, right? Or yeah. like even being in more movies down the line that mm-hmm. aren't like her as Lady Gaga. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, Again, not really like breakout in the sense where like from no name to you know now we know of her, yeah. Um, but more of she broke through in a different in Hollywood art form, yeah, basically Hollywood. And um, honestly, I gotta say this, I gotta say this, Lady Gaga Lucky Smoke Show. L- she looks good when she wants to be normal for yeah. real. Um, when she's not in the meat suit, she's looking pretty pretty, pretty fine. Yeah. I won't lie. Okay, um, so. That's your number one. My number one is uh, John David Washington. Uh, He was in The Black Klansman. He was also in Ballers on HBO. Um, Ballers kind of plateaued for me, I won't lie, but Black Klansman. He's also um, Denzel Washington's son. I just think this dude has a lot of potential. He's very, very good. He He was really good in Black Klansman, and he... Plays a fun kind of entourage type character in Ballers, so um, I think he has potential to be a star um, in the future. Now let's go from breakout to best actors and okay. actresses. Um, you got to define what's your definition of best. See, I, I don't really know. It, okay. Like I, like I said in the beginning of the intro, I, it's kind of the body of work for okay. me. I don't know if it's who like is in the Oscar. Uh, conversation i don't know if it's who i just think played the best character i don't know but it's more so critically acclaimed for me so for me i did based off just 2018 they're basically their resume for 2018 and i i take a lot of it i tried not to do like just best box office numbers because then it's gonna be the rock it's gonna be kevin hart yeah Uh, but like they're actually actors and they made 
good quality movies. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, mine's kind of a mixed bag of criteria. So That's for fair. number three, I had Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay. Um, he played Doctor Strange yep. uh, in the Avengers the movie. He played in the Grinch. Uh, he had a really good year. Also, like I, I plugged this movie a lot, but uh, it's an older movie. It's called Imitation Game. If yeah. you haven't seen it, watch it. He's incredible in it. Um, He's also coming out with an HBO film yes. uh, called Brexit that yes. looks very good. Yes. So uh, he had a very good 2018 year. Sure. And I think it was good for him because he's always done really good work, but more of like uh, kind of Oscar-y type roles where this year mm-hmm. he kind of got the box office roles. And I think people sure. are able to see him See, that's excel. what I feel like that's kind of a cycle with Hollywood. Um, right. You get these kind of maybe not no name, but kind of lesser stars and they play in that Oscar winning right. role. And then they you show get, their talent. Then they get the, the this, big money. Like a perfect example is uh, Brie Larson with right. uh, Captain Marvel. She was in the room and yep. she killed it, won the Oscar, and then now she's Captain Marvel. So I feel like that's kind of the ebb and flow of Hollywood. So uh, my number three is actually Lady Gaga. Okay. Just with how great of a performance she had in A Star is Born. Um, singing, acting, the potential of her being a star actress. Um, I just think she did a great job. And I could genuinely see her winning the Oscar um, for Best Actress. Straight okay. up. My number two is Emily Blunt. Okay. Um, obviously, she was in a quiet place. Yep. She's going to be in Mary. That's a movie I really need to see. I know. Me too. Yeah. Um, she's going to be in Mary Poppins. Yep. So, again, another person who's had success. Yeah. Um, but 2018, I think she really had kind of a breakout mm-hmm. box office, kind of got recognized um, for her talent. I've so. heard she can sing uh, yeah, really uh, well, too. So, that's. Apparently, John Krasinski cried the first time he heard her sing. Really? Mary Poppins, yeah. That's cool. And they're also, like, awesome. They're, like, yeah. my favorite couple. Yeah, they're great. She's a smoke show. They're great. Okay, number two for me is Rami Malek for a Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody. He uh, was hard to keep off my yeah. list, and I haven't even seen the movie. See, I feel like, for me, it's more, like, Oscar potential right. winning um, performances. Uh, he, I don't know if he's the front runner to win for, I think, um, Bradley Cooper probably is, but I think he is a dark horse. Yep. He played a great Freddie Mercury. Um, a lot of people don't like the movie, but love him. Yes, ex- that's what I was just about to say. So maybe in Bohemian Rhapsody, he outshines the movie. Right. That, I think that is a fair argument. Um, so I'm going Rami Malek, number two. All right, my number one was Michael B. Jordan. Um, Good pick. I think he just the had, dude's I, a think, beast. I think he had the best year. The Honestly, dude's a fucking beast. Uh, Killmonger, he was an incredible bad guy. Yep. Uh, and in... Black Panther. He was in Creed two. He was he did that, uh, which were both huge movies, right? Fahrenheit four fifty one, which I wasn't the greatest yeah, movie, but great, but he was in it. He was the star. Yeah. So uh, Michael B. Jordan, and again another one. He was in that Fruitville Station kind of Oscar type documentary okay. movie. Was thing. that the beginning of the year? Then I'm assuming no, that was last. Like, oh, I'm last saying year. like that's how he got his yeah, roots. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, slowly gotcha. building up, and now he's. I mean, he's the star. He is a so, genuine star. So sure. he was my number one for 2018. Okay. Um, I already mentioned the name of my number one. That's Bradley Cooper, just because I think he um, is the front runner to win Best Actor at the Oscars, and his performance in A Star is Born is just flat-out incredible. He did a great job. And so he's my number one for this year. Let's move on to some music. We're going to start with songs, and we're going to go to albums. I'm not going to lie. I have a shit ton of songs. I could... Just 
I could just list yeah. off honorable mentions. I actually have ten honorable mentions. I won't break each one down, okay. but I I want to kind of list them off just to right, show love. Those. Okay, here are my honorable mentions that didn't make the cut. Um, Ghost Town by Kanye and Kid Cudi. Nice for What by Drake. Ape Shit by The Carters. I Like It by Cardi B just because it was yeah. maybe the most popular song this year, one of them. Uh, Never Be the Same by Camila Cabello. I actually mm-hmm. really like that song, and it was also very popular. Um, a song called Clink by Smino. Um, if you haven't heard it, it's a fucking vibe. It's awesome. Uh, another one that's a vibe is Devils by Sir. Um, it's He's kind of the dark horse of TDE in terms of R&B. Perfect Imperfections by Sylvan LeCue. God is a Woman by Ariana Grande. And Stop Trying to Be God by Travis Scott. Okay. A lot of great fucking songs yeah. this year. All right. You start with your number 10. Okay. So, again, to give you kind of my criteria. So, I think you have to make an impact this your songs. This one's hard. This so one's like, hard because I feel like popularity has to have some factor, yes. but also critical acclaim and kind of my favorite also has to play. Yeah, so, so it's kind of a mess for me. My, yeah, mine too. My, but mine, like, it starts with you have to you have to make an impact that year with your song. Like, it has okay. to be somewhere on the charts. It can't be some song off, 17th song off your album sure. that, like, no one listened to, to me. I might have a song or two okay. on there for that. But yeah, that's, your, that's your criteria, <laughs> though. That's fine. Uh, and then I tried, I tried to keep it to... Um, one song per artist. Okay. There's a little bit of crossover, but uh, hopefully not much. Okay, so my okay. number 10, and this is just kind of a nod. Um, these are two of the biggest people in music right now. Uh, I did Finesse by Cardi B and uh, Bruno Mars. Okay. Um, it, it's on, It's honestly like you can't listen to it and not like kind of jam to it a little bit. Um, so, yeah. Okay. My number 10, um, I really wanted to show some recognition to the song just because it's my favorite song from this album, and that's Stay by Post Malone. Um, if I really wanted to go for like popularity, I would have gone with Psycho or Rockstar. I think technically Rockstar came out last year, but um, though if I really wanted to go with like Grammy noms and like streaming right. numbers, it would have been those two. But my favorite song from Beer Bongs and Bentley is Stay. I think genuinely, critically acclaim-wise, I think it's really good. It's kind of more singing. It has kind yeah. of a country vibe with the, gar- the acoustic guitar. And uh, Post Malone is a fucking star. He's yep. a heavyweight in rap now. So Absolutely. And mine's number nine is actually Post Malone. I was between all of those songs. Stay was really hard to keep off my list, but I actually went with Better Now. Okay. Uh, That's another chart topper. Yeah, I forgot. I about really, that. really like that song. Um, and like, Beer Bongs Bentley, I didn't really listen to it when it first came out, but mm-hmm. it's slowly like really, really grown on me throughout oh, it's the It's a vibe. It's definitely um, a vibe. So. He's kind of a vibe of an artist. Like yeah. He has a cult following, and a lot, a lot of people love him. But like he genuinely, like you can call him a culture vulture or whatever. But right. he makes good music, he straight does. up. He does. How about Paranoid? Do you know that song? Yes. That's a good fucking that is song. A good song. That's a good song it too. Is. From that. All right, my number nine is my favorite song. Eh, I don't know. It depends on the day, but my it's kind of my favorite deep cut from this uh, album that I thought was one of the best of the year, and that's f- uh, Photograph by J Cole off KOD. Mm. Um, it's I, I can relate to it. I think it's deep, and I think. A lot of people nowadays can relate to it. Um, so, photograph. Okay. My number eight's Reborn. Um, Good song. Off Ye- by Ye and Kid Cudi. Um, honestly, it's, it's just a great song. It is a like, great song. I don't want to like that album. It's That's another album that's actually grown on me a lot. Oh, yeah. The years gone it's on. really good. Um, I didn't care for it. I thought it was really sloppy uh, when it first came out, but it's gotten better. Uh, and that, that, to me, is the song 
where I'm like, all right, let's put it on. That's definitely my favorite song off that album. So, okay, this one, this next one, my number eight is one that probably you haven't heard of. Maybe not a lot of mainstream listeners have listened to, but uh, it's called Prom King by Saba. Um, So, Fun fact, when I went to see Sylvan McHugh in Chicago, uh, he brought out Saba, and I actually got to shake his hand. Very cool. Um, this is one of this is the best storytelling song that I've heard since Tabernacle by Royce of Five Nine. Um, it paints a vivid picture. It's lyrical. It's deep. It's it's sad. It's a fucking really good song. Highly recommend listening to that album, period. But uh, this song is the best storytelling song. It might not even be my favorite song off that album, yeah. but it's really, really, really good. So Prom King, number eight for Kay. me. My number seven, it was in your list of honorable mentions. It's Ape Shit by Kay. Dakotas. Nice. Um, another album that like... It's a banger. Really, I really, really enjoyed it. And it was just... It wasn't like a, um, a concept album. It was literally... Just, just good music. Just like, yeah, good yep, music. So, for sure. Uh, Ape Shit, number seven. Ape Shit, number seven. You already said this one, and it's my number seven, and that's Reborn by Kids See yes. Ghosts. Really enjoy that song. It's my favorite one off that album. Um, I... I you can say what you want about Kanye. He makes good music, and uh, him with Cuddy together, it's, a, really good it's a good duo. Yeah. Um, they've already said that they want to make more Kidsy Ghost albums, um, so I'm here for that, and uh, Reborn was my favorite off that, so that's my number seven. Okay, my number six is All the Stars by K-Dot and SZA. Good song. Um, I had to get the Black Panther song on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many to choose from, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just an unbelievable album. Um, but that one, to me, it was between that one and uh, what's the one with The weekend? I'm blanking right now. Oh, um, it was a radio hit. Yeah. Pray for me. Pray for me. Those for me, I think. Yeah, yeah pray for me. Who, Who gonna pray, pray for me? me? Yeah. yeah, that's it. Uh, it was between those two from, that, about that, one, from that album. That I think were like kind of the highlights, sure. um, but I went with all the stars. Okay, my number six is Thank You Next. Okay, Thank You, you Next. Um, honestly, we we talked about this song when it first came out, but the more and more I listen to it, the more I'm like, "Fucking like banger!" It, it's a banger, but also <laughs> it, it's kind of like a self love oh, type yeah, song. Absolutely. It's empowerment um, for females and anybody. It's just a really good song, and the video is fucking dope. Too. Oh yeah. It is. <laughs> All right, so my number five, I actually had a co-number five. Okay. Okay. Well, you're going to tie. Tie. Okay. One of them is Thank You, Next okay. by Ariana Grande. I like it. The other one was Shallow by Lady Gaga and Bradley, Bradley okay. Cooper. Cool. And I think, again, with just how big that movie was, that was the song. I mean, it's weird when you get an actual actor having a number one song on the radio. Yeah. Um, so Shallow Definitely. And Thank You, Next. Definitely good. Okay, my number five, um, this is another deep deep song honestly this song like inspired me i i haven't like conceptualized it yet but i'm going to write a screenplay based on this uh song um this was I, we've talked about it when we broke down this album but um this is kind of the concept i wanted to do with that dumb documentary album project mm-hmm. and that's legacy by logic um okay. just very deep very good storytelling song like i said um that's my favorite song off of that album so okay. My number four is 2009 by Ooh, Mac Miller. We have the same number four. There we go. I like right, it. So we can talk about it together. Yeah. So to me, the song is great, but I think it's the video of him singing it oh, on like that. In, is the NPR, NPR. The tiny desk. Yeah. Great We're fucking like, move. Oh. It's just. It makes me want to cry. It's, 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 it's a, it's a great song, dude. It's an incredible. It's very deep. 
Um, and, and like I, every time I hear that song, I just picture him at that desk, just singing that song mm-hmm. uh, with like live um, instruments behind him. And you want to know the best part of that though? That video, yeah, is when before the song when he says he kind of makes a joke about it because he's a, kind of a funny guy, right. but he's like, music's a beautiful thing, yeah, a yeah. beautiful thing. Yeah. But it really fucking is, right. dude. Like it's crazy. Like this music, I love this music, and the the words they spit speak to me and that's why i love music so much right but this one specifically just because what happened with mac miller Absolutely. and um this song i feel like was one of his favorites and what was most important to him yeah. um it's crazy to think like 2009 uh back before he dropped kids maybe or ju- he just had dropped kids so like he's saying like before the fame before the shit right um it's just it's kind of crazy to think about and the the words that he says on the song resonate it, it, it's really a good song so cool 2009 okay my number three so these are oh, i think i you got me okay i think i turned the mic off for a second you there. good we got you okay so my number three this was all over social media it was like the biggest fad in the world it's in my feelings by drake okay, okay. uh again probably not like Number three, critically acclaimed, but it what blew, it did it blew for, like the culture. I yeah. mean, it was freaking everywhere, and that, that that's totally fair. Right, and every I mean, it blew up. It blew up so much. Yeah. Uh, I was contemplating putting this on my list. Yeah. I won't lie. So it is number three for me. Okay, number three for me um, was technically from the Black Panther album. Um, is also from another al- like solo album, but that is King's Dead by J-Rock, Kendrick Lamar, Future, and James Blake. Uh, James Blake was on the Black Panther version. That's the longer version, so you yeah. can count that. Um, I just think... In terms of bangers, in terms of the fact that it was on that uh, soundtrack, it was also on J-Rock's album. Um, yep. It was just, um, I get that All the Stars is getting the Grammy love. I get right. that The weekend, uh the Pray For Me song kind of did the charts. But this one, I feel like for rap culture, was really the standout. Is that the one it sounds like a freestyle? Uh, no, that, that's that, that's, that's wow freestyle. Yes, I think. From, but this yes, one okay. is uh, miss me with that bullshit. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. It, it's okay. just a banger. The video Absolutely. is fucking awesome. Kendrick Lamar eating something in a palm tree. <laughs> it's just classic. King's Dead number three. All right, my number two is Sicko Mode. Okay, uh, by Travis Scott. I already know. And Drake. I already know what your number one is. Yeah, you probably do. <laughs> uh, uh, this was just straight banger. The way Drake comes yes. in at the beginning and then like fades out, and you're yep. like, oh, that's kind of disappointing. It's a fake. And then you get the 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 beat. Comes back and he yep. goes in, uh, just as an unbelievable song. So it's my number two. Okay, I feel like my number two might be your number one. That is, this is America by Childish Gambino. It sure is. Really? Yeah, okay, that's my number one. Okay, well, my number one is Sicko Mode. So we can <laughs> just kind of talk about <laughs> uh, this. Is America is just. It's a banger straight up. It has the ad libs from the kind of trap rappers. But really, when you pull back the layers, it's, it really means more, right. um, especially when you watch it the, the, with the video. And that's why I have it as number one, whereas Sickle Mode, I kept that too. If there was no video for This Is America, I think it's... It doesn't have. I think it's as like a six or a seven. Yeah, but it doesn't have as one. much of a... Right, but that video impact. was just... I mean, incredible, incredible. incredible. Um, Sickle Mode was number one for me just because of the culture and the impact that it had. Obviously, it's a banger. Uh, I don't know if I'd say it's like the most critically acclaimed song right. of the year, but um, it's not on like 
Kiss FM in Des Moines, but um, in like urban big ass cities, right. I guarantee you go and you listen, you hear it on the radio constantly. Um, the pump fake from Drake was awesome. Yeah. The kind of ad libs from um, Sway Lee by Ray Shr- with Ray Shremmerd, and then Travis Scott. Travis Scott is in a position where he is one of those kind of. He felt like a fad rapper, and yes. like he felt like he was just going to come in, kind of do his trippy thing, and then be out. But this man, I think, is genuinely here to stay. Here to stay. I agree. And this album, especially with Astroworld, I felt like the critical acclaim and the, the quality of the music matched the potential for mainstream I agree. stardom. Um, granted, I say that. But I, I'm not going to lie to you. I personally like Birds in the Trap better. Maybe a hot take. Um, but I think Travis Scott is a star, period. Um, and Sicko Mode was probably my favorite song off of uh, Astral World. Uh, Stop Trying to Be God is uh, close number two. But Sicko Mode just had a, a ginormous year. So Absolutely. Had to I show think Travis Scott more than any rapper this year i think he opened my eyes the most as far as kind of changing what i thought his persona and what like his capabilities were yeah i, I was blown away with Travis and, and, I, and with astro world and i will say the the so when i i put i recently put out a top 10 hip-hop list this is more of a um overall list with everything but um i said in my little blurb about astro world he the reason it is um not as high as some people may have it is because I don't think he evolved that much from birds in the trap to Astroworld. The one spot where I think he did evolve was on coffee bean, the final song on Astroworld yeah, yeah. where he actually raps without um, auto tune and the dude can spit right. and he can kind of, he kind of, it was kind of lyrical and uh, conceptual. So I think there's potential there. Um, he's just a, a star period, but sicko mode was dope. Yes. Okay. Let's get into some albums. I have a shit ton of honorable mentions. You want me to just run them through? Yeah, I had three way tie for tenth. So okay, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. There are a lot, a lot of good albums this year. So um, we haven't seen a ton of movies, but we've listened to a lot of yes. albums. So honorable mentions here. Um, I have Noor by Smino. Uh, I have Lost and Found by Georgia Smith, who I think is going to be a breakout star. She's beautiful and she can sing. I have kamikaze by eminem and my honorable mention young sinatra four by logic daytona by Pusha t keep that same energy by tiana taylor dicaprio two by jid before i jump by busy one of the most powerful darkest fucking albums i've heard in a long time if you want um some deep dark sad shit listen to that and then you might you might think this is a hot take scorpion Scorpion. by drake honorable honorable mention honorable mention all right Let's start with some top tens. All right, so my uh, number ten, I again I have a three-way tie. I did uh, Young Sinatra four, okay. aka Yusuf, <laughs> <laughs> aka Yusuf, <laughs> Kidsy Ghost, okay, and Invasion of Privacy. Okay, so Kidsy Ghost did grow on you that much. It did grow on me that much. Um, Invasion of Privacy for me, it wasn't necessarily a it's top more the ten popularity, album, but, but I had to put it on there. I should sure. leave it out. And then um, Yusuf. Um, I enjoyed. I didn't. I don't know if it's top ten. Okay. Um, but you wanted to show some love. But I had to show some love. Okay. Okay. And you. It, it's funny you say that because we kind of came up on the Young Sinatra shit. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, cool. All right, my number 10 is East Atlanta Love Letter by Black, spelled with a six instead of a B. Um, he is just a vibe. Like, this song, or this album has um, some dope features. It has J. Cole. It has Future. Um, it has, I think, a couple others. But um, the last song in there called Stan, I fuck with so heavy. The song with J. Cole, Pretty Little Fears, great. Um, it's just a vibe. And I think more so critically, I think it's better than any on the um, honorable mention list. You could argue a, a, some. But I think East Atlanta Love Letter needed some recognition. I needed some R&B in my top ten. So, Okay, my number nine is Kamikaze. Okay. Um, I didn't want it to be too high on my list. Um, I think that's about where I see it, honestly. Sure. Um, I'm trying to be somewhat objective. I think sure. the, the sneak or the uh, – the just dropping the album with no promotion, I thought really the helped surprise it. drop. I love. Um, I love. It was kind of off the wall, slim shady, not giving a fuck about anything, just yep. being himself, going after anybody and everybody. Yep. Um. So I think this was his best project in quite some time. Um. So Kamikaze number nine. I I love Kamikaze. I just with all the other kind of I, I wanted to incorporate not just a strictly rap album. It it made my top. Mine's all rap. Yeah. It <laughs> so. it made my top hip-hop list yeah. but i want to incorporate some of these other albums so um my number nine is glory sound prep by john bellion this musically sonically might be like like take out anything else sonically might be the best album of okay. 2018 with maybe astroworld because astroworld had some great production but uh glory sound prep is just incredible. John Bellion is, I don't know how he hasn't blown up more than he uh, is right now. Um, the dude from All Time Low, that's kind of his biggest song. But this this album was very fun. The The production on it, though, the, the Sonics were fucking incredible. If, you, if you're just a fan of music, go listen to the song because there's, there's some vibes here. Okay, my number eight is Redemption by J-Rock. Nice. Uh, I actually really enjoyed this album. I think J-Rock showed actually a lot of growth from yeah, what I can. Yes. What I've th- what what you kind of think of J-Rock being like a like, trap rapper, or not a trap, not rap, but a like, gangster rapper. Yeah. Uh, I, personally, or, or, I think gangster rapper and trap rapper are two different things. No, absolutely. But. Or he's like. His, it seems like all of his famous songs are very similar to like win 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 win, um, yeah. where it's like a kind of pump up song. Um, I think he showed a lot of growth on this album, um, so I put it at number eight. Okay, I, I, this didn't make my my list, but I do. I, I like to talk about this album. Um, I think it, it's it's very it's it's genius in a way because I feel like it's kind of an in- elementary sound. Like there's not like. There's a lot of hooks where it's just like repetitive right. and they're fun, but also as a whole, like I feel like he paints a picture of the streets where he comes from oh, and absolutely. like tells his story in only a way he can. So this is, uh, I think, the perfect album for him where he it comes together commercially and cons- um, conceptually. critically yeah. and conceptually. Yes, um, where it's by far his best album, and I think he did a great job. So I'm, I'm glad you gave that some love. That was on my honorable mention hip hop list. So, go. okay, my number eight is November by Sir. Um, he's on TD. He's an R and B dude. Two of probably the my favorite R and B songs of the year uh, reside on this album. Um, he is very good. He is a star. He's a rising star. If you haven't checked out this album, go check it out. November by Sir. 
All right, my number seven is Everything is Love nice. by Jay-Z and Beyonce. The cause. Uh, it's just a fun album. Uh, Hell yeah. And the surprise drop did it. Right. It's not critically going to be much. Um, okay. But it's just fun. It's, it's a different side of Jay-Z and Beyonce than we get them together for, what was it, eight, ten songs? Nine songs, I think. Um, it's just it's cool, honestly, yeah. and I I hope they do more of We've that. We've been waiting for it for a long time, right. so because uh, they put out fun music, and this was absolutely a fun album to listen to. Hell yeah! Number seven is Sweetener by Ariana Grande for me. Um, honestly, this album is very good. If you listen to the whole thing, like I listen to the whole thing, obviously I want to. Yeah, obviously, like the highlights are the the singles. You have uh, Breathe In, you have uh, God Is a Woman, you have No Tears Left to Cry. Right. But there are a ton of other really good songs on there. R.E.M., Pete Davidson. She is such a good voice. She is such talent. She is the modern-day Mariah Carey in terms of vocal talent. I think she's a bigger star now than Mariah Carey has ever been. But in terms of vocal talent, I think she is in line with Mariah Carey, who has a beautiful voice um, altogether. But this is a really good album, so check it out if you haven't. All right, my number six, I went with Black Panther here. Okay. Um, It probably would have been higher, but it's hard for me. Because it's not like I know Kendrick had his fingerprints all over it. He did pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. But because there's so many various artists, um, it's hard for me to put it in a top five. Yeah. Um, but I mean, every song was freaking awesome. I mean, it, it was the perfect soundtrack. Oh yeah. To a perfect movie, uh, and it was just it was incredible. Uh, I think K K Dot did a great job curating these it. people together, um, kind of. It was his sound yeah. on a lot of it. so For sure. Um, I think another cool thing about the Black Panther soundtrack is the fact that you can literally listen to the song or to just the album without watching the movie and not really necessarily, necessarily not need to see the movie. Right. But it, it's formatted so beautifully where like one half is Killmonger, one half is Black right. Panther. And like you get the love songs incorporated where he's kind of falling in love with uh, the girl from Black Panther. Like yeah. it's very well done. Very, very beautifully pieced together. All right, what are we on? Six here? Mm-hmm. Astral World by Travis Scott. A lot of people think this probably should be higher, and I won't argue it. It was a great album. Like I said, um, in the songs category, that um, I think this is the album for him that his um, mainstream stardom potential matched the critical acclaim of a good album um sonically amazing production wise insane the features were great the songs were great it's just a a really really awesome album um so i'm excited to see what he has in in store for the future right all right my number five i went beer bongs and bentley's okay uh, by posty um again it was just an album that kept growing on me the more and more i listened to it um obviously it had all the singles um you talked about stay mm-hmm. which i think is incredible it, it's more just a showcase of his true talent and versatility mm-hmm. um throughout the whole album and mm-hmm. i mean i don't know that there's many musicians that can do as much as he can do from a versatility standpoint uh, so, so it, that's why it cracked my top five totally agree and i want to sorry i'm kind of like breaking up the no, list no. with like talking about shit but um so the only the only reason I didn't even put it in like my honorable mention category is because I think this album had so much potential to do so much more. It could have. Like we talked about it. I know there was the quote when we broke it down in previous podcasts where he, the, or the producer or someone called this before it even dropped. 
an album of our generation. Yeah. And I think it genuinely had the potential to be just because of how big Post Malone has gotten and how right. much he dominates the charts. Um, and I think the re- he, the reason it didn't is because he relied too heavily on hip hop, which yeah. that's fine. I love hip hop and that's cool. But like, I, I got some country vibes on Stay. Um, the man has a beautiful singing voice and he can rat. Like, I feel like if he delved into more, because I, I remember he had some backlash when he said, um, I, I don't even remember. He was it wasn't bashing rap, but he was saying something about how like genres shouldn't even be a thing yeah. because he wanted just to make music. Um, I don't know where I fall on that argument, and that's not really what I'm trying to do here, but I feel like if this kind of showcased all of his talents and why he doesn't want there to be genres anymore, I feel like it would have made more of an impact for me, but I can't knock it because it did chart – Right, beautiful. It charted like crazy, and there were great songs on. I this. think you bring up a good point too. A lot of like when it first came out, it kind of fell flat for me, and I think it was because some of the expectations yeah. that it was talked about before it dropped. Yeah, but then going back to it with kind of like forgetting about the expectations and mm-hmm. just listening to it, that's where it got better and better sure. for me with each listen. I I feel that, and another kind of knock I have on it is it kind of felt bloated as a whole. It was, there was a lot, lot of songs, a lot of songs, and so, that's it how kinda, it felt with the Carter. Yeah. It kind of it, to- totally, it just totally, felt like too I much. Totally almost. agree with that. Um, I get that these these artists want to put a million songs on their album just so it'll chart and it'll do the numbers, but it dilutes the quality of the good songs. So I don't know. Beer bongs and Bentleys kind of did that for me, but still, still a really good album. Okay, we're on number five. Care for me by Saba. This is. Um, you know, if you're not really like a heavy hip hop head like I am, you probably don't even know about this album. But I implore you, if you haven't heard this album and you're a fan of storytelling, cohesive, deep rap albums, listen to this fucking album. It's beautiful. It's one of the um, best put together albums I've heard in a long time. Basically, the premise of it is um, a close friend to him dies and he talks about it on the first song and he uses each song kind of as a therapeutic uh a therapy session basically and he grieves on this album it, it's it's very refreshing to see in kind of a macho man type of genre right. where it kind of rap bashes you if you're too nice it bashes you if you're too vulnerable right this puts that to the wayside and it is just a beautiful, beautiful story, and I highly recommend it. Care for me by Saba, number five. Okay, my number four. I went with Scorpion. Okay, um, can't knock. Part it. of it has can't to do. I it. mean, it's just it's he's so huge. Yeah, um, that you have to give the man his respect. Broke uh, a bunch of records. I can't knock it. It's, right. it's, and it's a good album. It's a good album. I think it's his best album since. If you're reading this, you're it's too late. Okay, yeah, I think that's probably fair. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. It's just it, the mix of you know the rap album and then also the r&b album too i know it's a lot for like one sitting yeah um but it gives you a really good blend it showcases a lot of his talent um it was a really good response to kind of daytona and um the uh the push t shit push it yes the all the push t drama um he he responded but it wasn't the whole album wasn't that um had some good features um so 
it's it, it's tough. I, I don't know if it's truly a top five album, but with all of the stuff that came with it and with the expectations that you have of Drake mm-hmm. and for him to deliver, yeah. I think that's why I had to put it in my top five. That's fair. Um, few things about this album. Number one, I personally think if he would have cut side B, first of all, let me let me respond to what uh, you said about the two sides. Um, I think in terms of defending it against, say, uh, Beer Bongs and Bentley uh-huh. and uh, Car 5 in terms of the fact that it might be bloated, I think um, with Scorpion, it feels like it was meant to be listened in two separate settings, yes. side I, A and side I, B. I, I literally listened to them like, two different albums almost yeah and i think that's how he kind of intended it which that's my argument for it's it's too bloated um i would say for me personally if he cut side b and maybe throw because uh nice for what was on side b in my in my feelings was on side b and then i would even include march 14th just because it kind of told his story of what he's kind of wrapped it all up Yeah. yeah i think if you take those three songs off side b put it on side a i think this might be Drake's classic album, okay. even over Take, Take Care, Care and Nothing Was the Same. Um, side A just had banger after banger after the first not like even nine bangers, songs, just great were songs, just like damn, yeah, they're just really really good. Um, so I, again, I think most of Side B kind of diluted the quality over as a whole for me, um, but I can't knock it because it broke records left and right, right. and he killed it. He killed the streaming game. Um, so I can't knock Scorpion. Um, number four for me. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm no, bringing, you're good. I'm bringing you're this good. down. Um, so number four for me is a real personal favorite of mine. Um, again, if you're not a real big hip hop head, you may not have uh, even known about this album. But it's Apologies in Advance by Sylvan the Q. Um, for where I'm at in life right now, this is the perfect album for me. It's really about like, like confronting your flaws and vices and. Um, bettering yourself as a person. So it's a concept album where um, it includes a bunch of skits and they it's basically an AA meeting, but for mental health okay. and like bettering yourself. It's just a very, very refreshing album and it's very simplistic. Um, the dude can also wrap his ass off. So I highly re- recommend it if you haven't listened to it, but uh, it's I think personally it's worthy of a top five. So. Okay, my number three, I went with Astro World. We talked about it a lot, so yep. I, we don't need to do a deep dive. True, um, it was just the culmination of Travis Scott. He had a cult following before. I think mm-hmm. he added to it even more. Um, obviously, Sicko Mode's the highlight. Um, so I, I had to give the man his respect. Okay. Um, I never in my life would have thought I'd rank the Travis Scott album in my top I know, three. Right? You're, uh, you're evolving. I'm evolving, <laughs> I guess. So Travis Scott, Astro World number three. Okay. Number three for me is KOD by J. Cole. Um, I think it was genius the way he took the trap-inspired uh, beats and sound, and he kind of flipped it and made it his own and to kind of teach a lesson mm-hmm. and um, – it just the way he did it was beautiful. Um, I just think it's it's on surface level. It's it kind of feels like it was a miss, but I think if you really peel back the layers, this is Absolutely. a really deep and important album. Um, and I think it, it's really good. It's good music straight up. Yeah. And I think J Cole is a top three rapper. Period. Right now, at least. Oh yeah. So okay, my number two, I did "Swimming" uh, by yep. Mac Miller. Um, just everything was so deep, so good. 
it almost felt like this this is a weird thing to say but like with his death like this was like the perfect album like for him to leave us with this was like this was his best album his best the fact album. that he came out with his best album and then he tragically passed away just makes it that much more important and right. special i feel like right yeah and so i had to give it its respect um i talked about 2009 we mm-hmm. both did about how we feel about that song but i mean top to bottom just an incredible listen uh it's an emotional listen yeah um in itself just, even before you know he passed away it was a sad album yeah listening to come back all right come back to earth is yeah. hard for me not to get emotional it, it's it does something to you, dude. Yeah. And I remember that like week. So when he passed away, I literally listened to nothing but tra- or uh, Mac Miller, and it was hard for me to go back and listen to this during that week, just because of how sad it already is. Right. It's just it was hard, and it. I think honestly though, that's why it makes it so great of an album is because right. it makes you feel these emotions. Just a great, beautiful album. Absolutely. And I'll talk about it when I talk or when I get my <laughs> ranking. But my number two, this is going to be a big surprise for you, I feel like. Okay. And that is Everything is Love by the Carters. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I, so I really, really enjoy this album. I think it probably boosted it. Uh, the fact that I went to go see right. them and I saw a lot of these songs performed. Um, I just think the fact that it was a surprise drop, it was a it was a quiet drop. I think they released it on like a Saturday. Yeah. And um, just the music itself is good. I think also um, this is kind of to correlate it with uh, your Avengers argument. It's the culmination. I think this is a trilogy of albums. So we got um, Lemonade, we Four, got 444, four, 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 and then we got... This I think it's a to cap off that trilogy is just beautiful and whether they kind of plan that or not I think it's just really cool and so basically Lemonade you know it was talking about how uh, Jay Z cheated and right. how really people see that and it's like an empowerment to females and I get that but really the the theme of that album is like forgiveness and um, be like love conquers all right. And then 444 is really just Jay-Z apologizing and, and, you know, yeah. And then this one is just their love conquers all and then they're stunting on us. Like, that's straight up what it is. It's a great trilogy. And I think it capped off that that three album run. Yeah. My number one is KOD um, by J. Cole. I think a lot of people sleep on this album because there's not necessarily that number one hit. Yeah. You know, we didn't have... It's kind of weird because I love this album. It's my number uh, three here. It's my number two on my hip-hop. But there wasn't really... Like, I, wa- I felt like I had to put a song in my top ten songs. Yeah. But, like, I... There's not a top ten song. There's not a song. Right. Yeah. It's just quality all around, yeah. top to bottom. Yeah. There's no misses. Uh, I mean, it was just J. Cole... To me, it's Kendrick and J. Cole, 1A, 1B, yep. um, for best rappers right now, best peer rappers. Um, he didn't miss. Uh, it was a, a conceptually, it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to, I had, to me, this was the most complete album of the year. Okay. Swimming is obviously my number one. Um, I have a special connection with Mac Miller. I feel like. I've grown up with him. Um, it's crazy because, especially with his death, and I said this in my um, write-up on him when I did my my hip-hop list, it pisses me off when like we talk about like best of 2018 and people are like, oh, was it actually the number one? Like he, I feel it like it's just because he died. Like That really pisses me off. Yeah. Like If he didn't die, this would uh, seriously be a top three album. Um, I agree. 
you know, I think it stands on its own as not even a rap album. It's just like the instrumentation. Right. You got pianos, you got strings, you got drums, you got him singing, you got him rapping, like, and the the messages that he, he's telling it's you. It's a showcase it, of all of his talent. Yes, it's just a beautiful album. So basically, and I think it's, it, like you said, the fact that he it's his best album. I genuinely think it is, and one because it's his most focused album. Two, I think it's his most conce- uh, conceptual. It's about kind of it's his st- most vulnerable. Yeah, it's his most vulnerable. It, like, it's basically about a, a human trying to stay afloat. Like, I was drowning, but now I'm swimming. Um, and then again, I, I talked about it a little on apologies in advance, but it's it's you confronting your demons and your vices um accepting them and then trying to live life to the fullest i feel like that's the theme of this album and i think it was told in such a beautiful way and the fact that mac miller passed away just caps it off it's crazy um like i said with the connection to mac miller i never felt i never really thought i would be this emotionally invested in somebody when he passed away. Like I think I said this on a previous podcast. Like I, I, I felt like I don't know if I'd cry when Eminem dies. I, I, I love and Eminem. It's got to be like an age thing. Yeah, and I just feel like I grew with his music. Right, and I don't know. It's just crazy, man. Like I remember seriously. Like. I don't want, I'm not going to say I was like depressed, but like I was genuinely sad when right. the news broke that he passed away. And it just, it's crazy. It was a great career taken away too soon. And I think this is the highlight of his career. And the fact that it comes right before he tragically dies is just makes it that much more special. The fact that it's nominated for a Grammy, a rap album of the year Grammy, I think if he wins that, that would be the the most special fucking thing. It'd be incredible, yeah. and I'm really rooting for that. So we'll see what happens. But swimming number one for me. All right, so All we right. got breakout artists next. I only did two because That's I know fine. you're gonna have no. I only have three, but oh, it's okay. okay. I figured you'd have a lot. I can to give say. you one. <laughs> uh, so Georgia I have, Smith can be your your uh, other one. I, I might have one. You have. Uh, okay. So I have JID as yep. one of mine. Uh, I DiCaprio too. I actually just listened to it not too long ago. Really freaking good. I, he can and, rap. He and, can spit. And I feel like he's getting a lot of love. Oh, yeah. Uh, people are recognizing Is it just him. me or do you get Lil Wayne vibes? I, I do. I it, get some. I f- seriously do. I see that I correlation. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tierra Whack um, is one for me. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. She put out a 15 minutes album, 15 songs, all a minute apiece. It was coincided with a uh, visual album. She has like a 15-minute okay. film on it. Um, actually, a long time ago, I remember uh, back when Chase and Cam were here, he uh, uh, DM'd me this album, and I hadn't listened to it in t- like until a couple days ago. Yeah. And this album is fucking really, really okay. good. It's a quick, easy listen, 15 minutes. Um, she can sing. She can rap. She's very talented. I genuinely see her being a star soon okay. so tiara whack look Go out for her do your next. okay my next is jid my other one is saba saba great fucking album um he's going to be a star okay my number one was cardi b uh i think just pure breakout from stripper to freaking yeah. s- star of the world yeah uh all over the place uh so yeah, i think she's a, she was she's a star broke out up. completely straight, so. star straight up let's uh dive right into best um uh, artist here this is kind of tough for me i'm not yeah. gonna lie because i'm i mean there are were a lot to choose from but again there wasn't one who just straight dominated my honorable mention is drake just because um 
you know, he killed it in the right. stream game and the records he broke, but he didn't make my top 10, so it would be hard for me to put him in best artist this year. But I want to show him some love. So that's my honorable mention. My number three is Ariana Grande. She had a ginormous year. Thank You Next is massive. Um, Sweetener, massive. She, I think she's in the process of making another one. It's going to be massive. So she's just incredible. Yeah, and she should have probably made my list. That's an error on my fault, uh, okay. on my part. So my number three, I have K-Dot and Drake. Okay. Um, they're two of the best in the game right now. Yeah. So from that perspective alone, I, I think of them as the best. But Drake with what he did with Scorpion, K-Dot with what he did with the Black Panther mm-hmm. uh, soundtrack. It's I crazy that technically love. Kendrick didn't even come I'd out drop with an, an album. album. Right. And he's making he's right. Oscar nominated and making our list. This right. is fucking crazy. So that's my number three. Okay, my number two is Travis Scott just because – of how massive of a year he had and how we've talked about it, how the commercial success matches the critical acclaim on Astroworld. He's uh, he's solidified himself as a, a player in hip-hop. Yep. So my number two is Mac Miller. Okay. Um, we talked about it with the, the album, with his passing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was just... It, in a weird way, a really special year for Mac. Oh Miller. yeah, definitely. I I am praying he wins the Grammy. It'd be I, so I, it, cool. It'd it be, be so cool. It would. Um, number one for me is J Cole. Um, That's my number one. Okay. Too. Yeah. So uh, one, he had a great album, one of the best albums of the year, and then two, I think that a lot of people are sleeping on are his features. This man yes. was on a shit ton of features this yes. year, all that were very, very, very good. Fire. Yes. Um. Yeah, and the fact that and the fact that he, um, the nineteen eighty five technically the uh, the name of that song is nineteen eighty five intro to the fall off yep. that makes me believe more is coming. Right. So I don't know. He's on top right now, and I think like there's more to come, and right. he's gonna kill it. And like I said earlier, I think it's him and K Dot for one A one B. Yeah, you could go either way for me. I, I personally pick K Dot, but I do. Right, J. but Cole. the reason I give it to J. Cole is he did have the album. Oh, yeah. Um, this year. Me, I think it was album of the year. This so year special. That's why I went with J. Cole. So. That, uh, yeah, it's hard for me not to put Kendrick on this list, but I think it's just because he didn't come out right. with his own album. Okay, let's get into um, some sports moments. This is kind of your thing. Um, I ha- had to do so, a little research on this one. I'm not going to lie. But uh, my number 10. So I didn't do 10. I okay. just did. I listed, you just did shit. You I, did. I, list, I listed okay. some. I actually have a couple honorable mentions. Um, okay. So we can just talk about them. We yeah. don't have, we don't have we to, don't have to rank. Okay. Yeah. So uh, one was J.R. Smith thinking that the Cavs had the game one lead yep. in the finals. Not really a great moment for him, but yeah. just an iconic moment, yeah, like absolutely. fucking crazy. Um, another honorable mention I had was Supreme Court legalizes sports gambling. Yep. That's a big moment. Um, so there's that. You want me to just kind of yeah, say my top? Yeah, name My them. 10. Um, you name yours. I'll if name, I, I'll if name I have one, anything. and if you have it, we'll yep. go. Okay. So Justify wins the Triple Crown. Okay. I'm not really into that, but yep. obviously anytime a horse wins tri- Triple Crown, it's a big deal. So that's my number 10. Um, a 16 seed for the first time beat a one seed. Yes. That's UMBC. Over they Virginia. beat Virginia. That's a fucking huge deal. It didn't just like deal. fluke beat them. Like beat them, beat them. Like yep. Virginia didn't feel like they had a chance at the end of uh-huh. the game. For sure. Uh, sticking with March Madness, Loyola, they made it to the final Five, four. as an 11 seed. The story of uh, what was the old lady's uh, name? 
So it was a, just Sister Mary. Sister or Jean. Jean. That was just kind of cool. That was just kind of an I More than anything, like, it, this, that's what's fun about March Madness right. is these stories. Like, I don't even remember who won. I think it was Villanova, right? Yeah. Like, they beat Michigan. Yeah, so I, 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 I couldn't even remember fully who won. Yeah. But instead, we remember these Cinderella stories right. and these upsets. So that's what makes March Madness fun. But um, what else? I have the Warriors win the NBA, NBA Finals again. I mean – it's just kind of is what it is. They're right. dominant, and it's crazy. Um, the Minneapolis miracle. That was yes. crazy. That would be my number one, really? I think, okay. if I had to do sports moments. It was so incredible. Incredible. The only reason I didn't put it like a little bit higher, I feel like, is because they, they ended the up Super losing. Bowl. It yeah. sucked. If they would have won the Super Bowl, Absolutely. that would have been number one, Absolutely. period. But, yeah, especially playing in their hometown. Oh, yeah. it would be crazy. Uh, Tiger Woods wins his first, and correct me if I'm wrong. Not major. It wasn't a major. I, so I first put tournament. PGA Tour victory since 2013. Is yes. that the correct yes. verbiage? Yes. Okay. So that was also mine. Mine was just Tiger's back. Tiger's back. Yeah. Yes. Very and cool. The Tiger versus Phil one on one match. Yeah, I, forgot, I didn't get to watch that. I heard. I, bought it. I heard the production was shitty as. It was, but it was ended up being free. They gave oh, everybody really? gave their money back. Really? So, okay. Yeah cool was that was it like cool to watch it it was pretty bad golf uh but it was fun they were both mic'd up so like okay. they were talking were they and shit stuff. Talking? Uh, not not for the most part okay and then like towards the end you could tell it was starting to get really serious like really okay we have four and a half million on the how line long here. was that shit uh, it was a couple hours was it just them two yeah just okay. those two one-on-one huh. cool all right another one the next i guess this is technically i i technically ranked them uh this Khabib knocks out McGregor. Yeah. Crazy. And the fight after. Cra- crazy ass moment. Just the fight We were watching after. that together. We it was just fucking and chaos. And I'm not even a UFC guy. But do you remember me yelling at yeah, you? Yeah, you're like, oh my God. What? <laughs> what? It's just crazy chaos. Like, oh, he just jumped outside the octagon. <laughs> <laughs> He's staring him down. He's staring him down. It was just crazy, crazy moment. It was a fun moment. It was. But, yeah. Those are yours. You're, you're okay. put, well, I have a couple more, but I mean, okay, I go ahead. Know no, if you, go okay. ahead. Um, the Red Sox win the World Series, yeah. one of the most dominant seasons ever. So I had specifically on that. I had Game Three. That was, that was the 18 inning, yep. the walk off, yep. uh, the Ian Kinsler error. I fell asleep in like the seventh inning. Mm-hmm. Woke up the pitch of the home runs. So really? Like that's when holy, I woke up. Holy so, shit! That's crazy. Uh, it was a wild game. Uh, crazy. That so is crazy. That one was on my list as well. My number two is the Eagles beat the Patriots to win its first Super Bowl. I had on mine the Philly special, okay. um, the play right before halftime where they did you know the reverse pass back to Nick Foles. Uh, another sporting event we watched together where it's just incredible. I think yep. everybody thought the Patriots oh, were yeah. going to win. Eagles are with their backup quarterback. I just remember, I remember the whole time thinking like the Patriots are coming. Back, They're going to come period. back. And then they, they have too much time for Brady. Yeah. They have too much time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So cool. And then. Probably, I think, would be both of our number ones is uh, Tua goes from backup to starter and Bama wins the playoffs. I had that number two because I had the Minneapolis Miracle number one. But, uh, yeah, that one for sure was up there. The other two that I had was uh, Ovi winning the Stanley Cup. Okay. Uh, Just someone who – Did he retire or am I tripping? Okay. Sorry. So he just – everybody was always like, oh, Ovi can never win the big one, can never beat the Penguins. Uh, And then he ends up winning the Cup. The other one I had, uh, and it's kind of a weird one, it's the U.S. curling uh, national team. I was looking at lists, and this was on like a couple online lists, so I I left it off. It was like – so like – Curling's that weird sport that like I get really into <laughs> in, in Olympics. Everyone times. has one sport like right. that in the Olympics, I feel like. And 
like I was watching all of them, and like the whole time they just kept kind of shitting on the manager John Schuster, like he can never win, like he's playing like crap, and then they just go on this unbelievable tour, like run to get to the finals, and then he hits a shot where they get like three or four points, which is like unheard of. It was a crazy shot. Uh, they ended up winning goal. I remember sitting on my couch watching it live, and like I was getting emotional, like I was so happy that they <laughs> I won. Love it. Uh, so I, we had America had the dude who kind of looked like Mario, yes, right? Yes. Okay, and then his sister was on the women's team. Oh, really? Yeah. So, huh. um, so yeah, those were I think the biggest sports moments. Cool. Okay, best. I, for some reason, I accidentally left off breakout athletes. So, if, I mean, if, if you have some off the top of your head, I, I put some in case you wanted to. Beth, excuse me. Best athletes was kind of hard for me. I'm not going to lie. Just because it's one of those weird things where, like, do you want to put, like, the Super Bowl MVP of right. last season? Like, right. you know, do you want to put this season? I put uh, Mookie Betts, um, LeBron James, and Kevin Durant because he won the MVP uh, or the finals MVP. Okay. But, um, okay. I don't know. For, let me let me just tell you breakout athletes because I guess technically they probably could be the same category. Patrick Mahomes, he's having an incredible year. Absolutely. Maybe might win MVP this year. Yep. Kyler Murray because I think obviously he won the Heisman. Yep. He had a great year with Oklahoma. Tua. And I think he's going to be great in the MLB. And then uh, Christian Yelich. Okay. He had uh, an MVP season I would two. add Javi Baez to that list. Okay. I had him on my best athletes actually. That's a homer pick. Uh, I think he's the most special player in baseball to watch at least defender like he just does some, even like his slides like yeah. he just does something crazy every game uh my number two was lebron uh, i think he's arguably the greatest athlete of all time and then number one i had tiger uh okay. tiger was back it's the year of tiger uh, sure so he was my number one cool all right this is the big one yeah. 2018 this might have been the hardest of anything i want you to go first okay i hate my pick 2018 mvp okay I don't. I don't know if I even want to say. So uh, let let's before we say this. I don't think anybody dominated this no. year. Straight up, there wasn't a obvious pick. Yeah, I don't think so either. But yeah, I want, I want to see All what right. you have to say first. So I went actor. Okay. Okay. Who had just massive box office numbers? Okay. Do you have a guess? Yeah. Who's Michael he? B. Jordan. No. Okay. Who? Chris Pratt. Okay. Chris Pratt, to me, was the MVP. He had Jurassic World. He was obviously uh, in the Avengers movie as uh, Star-Lord. The biggest L, the biggest loser of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was in all those Michelob Ultra commercials that you see all okay. over. I mean, the dude is just everywhere, yeah. it seems like. So, I think he, he has the Lego 2 movie coming Lego up. I think movie. he's the voice of that. Yeah. So... Again, kind of a down year where there's no yeah, dominant, there's no dominant like, pick. star um, taking over. Where like in previous years, I know we had uh, The Rock win. Yeah, uh, I think probably Kevin Hart yeah. was up there. So um, Chris Pratt was kind of my MVP. Okay. Again, this is this is hard for me. There's no dominant. Um, I, it was down to two for me. Um, one, I ended up circling J Cole just because. Um, he had one of the best albums and just the plethora of features that he had. Um, my other one I was trying to decide between was Childish Gambino, Donald Glover. He was in Atlanta. He, uh, was Lando. And then he also has Lion King coming. Um, he had, this is America. He had, this is America. Yeah. And, um, there were rumors he was going to drop an album that might be coming next year. Hopefully it will. But, um, 
I, I don't know. It was kind of a toss-up between either of those. I picked J. Cole. I, don't love I, it. I don't really know why. <laughs> yeah, I don't even love the don't pick. Don't love it. I don't even it's love like my the, TV show list. I don't even love the pick, yeah. But there wasn't a dominant uh, MVP across all platforms, so I don't know. Right. Let's get into some. Let's ant- look forward. Let's now. look forward now. A little anticipation. So we're gonna start with uh, TV shows. Twenty nineteen anticipated TV shows. Yeah, you can. I mean, you can just reel yours off. Yeah, it doesn't really fun. matter. So uh, obviously, one of them to me is True Detective season three. Yeah, Mahershala that's on, Ali. That's on mine. Uh, the next one, it's called The Politician. It's going to be on Netflix. Apparently, there was a huge bidding war for this show. Do you, who's in this? I don't know. I don't think is it's this, is this, They only have like, the director. Yeah, it's a TV show. Yes. Okay. It's like a. I wonder if it'll like have House of Cards like yeah, I'm vibes. Not sure. But apparently, it was like a huge bidding war. Netflix. Won. I wonder if this is the one that Barack Obama. Because I remember remember that oh, yeah, story. He's to help like produce. Yeah. Or something. So maybe. maybe that's it. I don't know. Um, I haven't heard about that one. Yeah. So I, I like looked up. Most yeah. I mean, myself. I did too. So uh, the other one I have is called Black Monday uh, with Don Chud. I have seen Cheadle. previous about this. Uh, it's about like I don't have stock- Showtime. I'm butthurt. Yeah, I, I would watch st- this. But. Uh, stock market crash. Yep. Um, so those were the three that I okay. that intrigued me the most. Okay. I have one honorable mention and that I don't know if you've even heard of this, but Apple is doing a show. Yeah. Um, a I scripted have. morning show drama with Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. Yep. This has the makings to be awesome. And the fact it we could, both have Apple music, yeah. so I'm excited that I actually incredible. get to watch this. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they've come out with like a date when it's dropping, but I know I'm pretty sure it's dropping next year. I think this could be really good. Um, then I have True Detective season three, like you said. Um, it kind of took a hiatus after the bad reviews of season two with Vince Vaughn, but Mahershala Ali is in this, and every preview I've seen has looked awesome. Yep. So really excited for that. Another one that I don't know if you know about is Watchmen. Remember that okay. superhero yep, movie? Yep, yep. They're making it into an HBO show. Okay. It's supposed to be coming out next year. That'll be interesting. Season two of The Punisher will be coming out on Netflix. I tried to avoid like second seasons when I was okay. doing mine. I was just thinking of like new, new shows. shows. That's fair. Uh, Punisher season two, can't wait for. One that you forgot completely and you're going to be like, oh my God, The Mandalorian. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait for that one. That's the uh, Disney Plus, Star Wars, yeah. Boba Fett. Um, type type show. show and then number one obviously do you know obviously no can you think game of thrones the final um, season yeah. bruh fuck that <laughs> the other one crazy be the office reboot if it actually comes to fruition you think it actually will though not, I, not I, next year i don't not think it will year. but that'd be cool all right anticipated albums. albums okay so i have five okay uh and i don't know if everybody's confirmed to drop yeah um, but Mine there, are people, there are people that like if you look at the time frame, they should. Okay. Okay. So one of them is the weekend. Uh, I know he put out like I a little mini that, but that's a good one. project. Yeah. Um, that wasn't very long, so I think he's due for an album. I have SZA on mine. Hell yeah. Uh, I'd love right. to see kind of Hell a yeah. follow up. I didn't have that, album. but I'd love to see that too. Uh, Frank Ocean. Fuck yeah. Like it's about time. Like, he's my. He's on my honorable mention. So you say Frank Ocean. There was a like six second clip of him that's been leaking with him, and it sounded like new music. And then there was also a picture of him in the studio. So okay. let's hope. But let's hope we know Frank Ocean. He does that shit. Probably twenty twenty four in twenty twenty five. Yeah. So okay. Uh, the other one I have is Childish. Um, okay. I, no, we just talked about that. Yep. And then my number one is obviously Change the Rapper. Okay. Um, 
You already said Frank Ocean. He was in my honorable mention. Not confirmed, but I would love it. Right. Jay Cole is in my honorable mention just because the, um, the fall off. And there was also kind of that rumor that when he dropped that one album of the year song, like is he putting out a mixtape right. over other people's songs? Um, there's also that Kill Edward, his alter ego. I know he's supposed to be making an album for Kill Edward, so a lot potential for j cole for next year uh, my number five is good ass job that's the chance of rapper kanye co-project yeah um it's been talked about for a long time the fact that it may come out not confirmed at all they right. they announced it they haven't they didn't say when or you know if we're even going to see it this year this next year but i'd be here for it ultra 85 by logic not even confirmed but um it is confirmed that it's coming eventually right. i don't know we if it's next year right. um he may be doing a Bobby Tarantino three. I've heard rumors that he he. I know for a fact he's dropping a novel, but I've heard rumors that a soundtrack will be coming with that novel. Yeah. Um, but I what I'm really hoping for is that Ultra eighty five. Um, I'm trying to remember that one quote. He had a Beats one interview where he said it's like Red Hot Chili Peppers equal or meets um, some rapper meets. Um, Travis Barker on the drums, like just fucking crazy yeah. ass shit. I think he said James Brown, so that that's crazy. Then Childish Gambino, then Chance the Rapper, and then this isn't even confirmed. Actually, it's the anti I've confirmed. Kendrick Lamar in an interview recently said he's writing long form right now. Mm. He isn't in the process right now of making an album, but he's always working. That's a quote. But yeah. number one for me would be a Kendrick absolutely. album. I would absolutely love that. Um Let's do movies. Uh, I have I have honorable mentions and a top five. Do yeah, you wanna? I do too. Okay. Um, my honorable mentions are Detective Pikachu. I think I'm really excited for this movie. I think it has the potential to be a franchise if this is successful and it looks interesting. Spider-Man Far From Home, the Same. Homecoming sequel. It's on mine. I'm in for that. Captain Marvel's in my honorable mention. Same. Shazam's in my honorable mention. Um, that's kind of the family-friendly DC movie yeah. coming next year. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Tarantino movie with Leo DiCaprio, Margot Robbie, right. and a shit ton of yeah, other people. Yeah. Um, Brad Pitt, I think, is in it too. Really excited for that. I forgot about that one. You want to go with your honorable mentions, then we'll do the top five. Yeah, my, mine was... Uh, oh, we had some of the same. Yeah, mine were, yeah, we had the same ones. Okay. Um, all right, let's just do the five. Uh, the Joker. Okay. I'm excited for that. Obviously, Star Wars Episode Nine. That's in mine. Lion King. That's in mine. Av- Avengers Endgame. Obviously. And then number one for me, this not might not be on your list, but it's The Irishman. Okay. Martin Scorsese's yep. Netflix movie. It yep. hasn't been... I know it's coming next year. They just haven't said when, but I really pray and hope that this is amazing. I'm so excited. I, I Just give me a fucking trailer. Yeah. Just give me a trailer. The only other two I had that you didn't were Aladdin, okay. uh, which we saw the first picture today. Yeah, I don't know how didn't I felt about great. I didn't, didn't it look great. <laughs> I didn't know how I felt about Genie, bro. Yeah. Will and Smith. Then the other one's Toy Story Four. Yep, that was gonna be my one that uh, if you didn't say some, I would. But all right, um, sports predictions. This was kind of hard for yeah, me. I only made one. Okay, that's fine. I- I'm down to only do one too. What's yours? yours? Okay, I I technically wrote five, but. Um, I'll say this one. I think uh, there's going to be some serious talk about college football playoff expansion. Yeah. I Maybe think agreed upon. Kind of started. Um, mine was that the Cubs are going to go back to the World Series. Okay. I wrote that too. I also included that they're going to get Harper. So Yeah. Let's hope. That'd be dope. Okay. Um, and then what else do we have? Breakout uh, athletes, do you have some? I just have I, two. I have Lamar Jackson just because I'm a Ravens fan. He's doing good right now. Um, 
I don't I really have know. Zion from Duke. Uh, okay. You know, everybody's that's, he's, that's he's actually, pretty much already a That's breakout. actually an, a great pick. Uh, and then the other one I have is Vlad Guerrero Jr. Oh. So Vlad Guerrero's son, he's like the number one prospect in baseball. Has, is is he Blue in Jays. college? Oh, no, he's, he's, he's in the minor leagues. Oh, okay. Uh, he's been tearing up minor league baseball, so I think he'll get the call to the majors next year. Cool. And That'd be a cool story. going to hit bombs. Oh, I can only imagine. I saw Vladdy live and uh, when he was on the uh, Angels. Yeah. At the Rangers? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Good shit. So. All right. Do you have a 2019 wish list? No, I don't. Okay. Did I miss um, that? I kind of wrote some. Uh, it's it kind of repeat of some oh, shit. I did miss that. Kind of repeat of some shit. Number one, for Scarsese's The Irishman to be amazing. I, I really hope it's good. I'm excited for it. I've been waiting for it for a long time. Will you cry if it sucks. I'm, You've been really looking forward. I to really it. have. I seriously, I've been tweeting at Netflix. Like they've been talking about how like uh, Netflix news drop like for a week straight, and I tweeted at them like, "Please give me an Irishman movie." <laughs> um, but I don't know, man. It it is the budget is super high on this, like 150 million. Um, they're doing CGI to de-age uh, De Niro and Pacino and Pesci. Like, it's weird. It is weird, but I don't know, man. When you b- bring all those people together in Scarsese for a mafia movie, yeah, uh, it has to be good. I'm, I'm excited. I really hope it's good. Another one would be a Kendrick Lamar album. Again, I talked about how he technically said he's not working on an album right now, but I really hope he is by the end of the year. Next year, Cubs World Series is on the list. Um, here's one that I kind of just pull out of my ass. That would be really cool. A Logic and Eminem collab. That'd be dope. I genuinely we could see. We got one on, uh, not an album, but we got the song on uh, Royce's album. Okay. Yeah. Sort of. Kind of. Technically, he was on the remix. And one right. was, but, yeah. The only thing, the, the reason I have hope for this is because, one, um, Logic and, wants to. Well, I know Logic wants right. to, but Eminem on um, Kamikaze, Kamikaze uh, the one him. he said, the Logics, the, the, the Hotsons. Yeah, and then also, I don't know if you caught this really, but on uh, Yusuf, on one of the songs, he said, shout out to the boy Slim Shady for all the love. Yeah. So I don't know if like they're talking behind the scenes. I don't know. I, I want to know more Let's there. Get that ball want to know more there. And then um, this is just a personal one, but um, it could be pop culture. One of my scripts, I want it to be sold there next year. Then go. it could become something we talk about and sold. break down. $5. Ah, damn. Don't, don't <laughs> do me like that. Don't do me like that. So, uh, yeah. All right. That is the best of 2018 Are You Entertained podcast. Um, always one of our favorite shows. It's always kind of the culmination of what we do. Um Thank you to everybody who has listened this year and been a loyal fan. And I promise next year I will watch more TV shows and uh, movies hey. so that I don't give shitty lists. It's I'm all, embarrassed. No, it's all good. Everybody just gun Brandon on yeah, Twitter and we'll, we'll be even. It's we'll bad. be even. So uh, next year we hope to do a lot. Like I said, I want to do more articles. We're going to keep up with the podcast. Um, we'd like to be more consistent on our unfiltered Schedule, cinematics. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're just, we're just going to keep doing what we're do hopefully better and hopefully expand the brand a little bit so uh stay tuned and thank you for listening and we will be back for more stay safe